party people. Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, an RPG podcast built for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week I'm joined by Chris Burlew of the Star Wars Redemption podcast for an action-packed game of Feng Shui 2 by Robin D. Laws and Cam Banks. Feng Shui 2 is an excellent game designed to emulate 90s action movies like Hard Boiled and Big Trouble in Little China. And in the spirit of those movies, which often feature a central, single, strong protagonist, it translates really well to a single-player game, which is super cool. Before we get rolling, as always, I'd like to say, if you're interested in coming on the show, send me an email at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to have you on. And with all that out of the way, I'm going to throw it over to me in the past so he can kick off the show. Take it past me. Heard you only live once, that's cool, I suppose. But you can live forever through the songs you compose. Experiences you share, the highs and the lows. Thanks, future me. Uh, this week I'm sitting down with Chris Burlew. Chris, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good, how are you? I'm doing super, super well. So before we dive into the game itself, let's talk about Star Wars The Redemption, which is your podcast. So why don't you give me the, the big overview of it? Well, me and three of my friends, we've been listening to a lot of different podcasts that do live playing and role playing, and we really fell in love with it. Uh, we decided we wanted to do our own. Uh, we really kind of hemmed and hawed on the different systems and decided that Star Wars, the way it's written, it's good for storytelling and be really good to do as a podcast, not bogged down with too many rules. Sure, sure. I, yeah, I really like the Star Wars system. I think it's really, it's elegant, but it's not oversimplified. I think it's great. Oh, for sure. I agree. I love the advantages and threat systems. And yeah. Oh, yeah. That's no. That's my, like that's my maybe my favorite. One of my maybe favorite things that's come along in a game. It's something that like I've been trying. I've put into other games just because I think it's such a cool thing. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. It adds a whole new element to the game that I think we've been missing for years. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. So well, this week we're playing Feng Shui Two by Atlas Games. Yep. Why don't you tell me about your character this week? Uh, I've decided to play Jimmy Lee. He is a everyday guy who is just now kind of discovering that he's got some abilities he didn't know he had. And he's got to kind of figure out what to do with them. Cool. Let me ask you a few questions just about Jimmy's life in general. He has a partner. You can, uh, So tell me what their name is, gender, name, that kind of stuff. Big overview stuff. Uh, his partner. Hmm, that's a good question. I'll say he's got a business partner uh, named Clayton. Okay, so what's Jimmy's job like? What does he do for what does he do for his living before he sort of comes to the realization that he's not that he's got these powers? Uh, he was driving a cab. Uh, him and Clayton would drive the same cab and they would just rotate shifts. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm excited. So we begin. Jimmy has taken the night shift. Okay. You know, it's an ordinary. Nothing particularly fascinating has happened this on this night until about. Pretty close to the end, pretty close to, like, when you're turning in, about one thirty. So about when, when business for cab starts to pick up, because you're kind of picking up the drunks and all the people coming out of the bars that are closing. Okay. Pull along to... Oh, I should also ask, what city do you think Jimmy Lee lives in? Oh, Chicago. Chicago, perfect. Uh, you pull up to a bar, a man in a very nice suit... He's got an earpiece in, sits down, sits down in the back, merely gives you an address, says, uh, Clark and Irvin. Okay. Does not really make eye contact with you, does not, does not give you a warm greeting, just Clark and, Clark and Irving. All right, right away. Okay. So you're driving, you're driving, you can interact with him if you'd like. Uh, so we're, what's a Clark and Irving? What's, uh... Business meeting. Business meeting at night? Kind of yep. business do you do? classified oh government work i see must have good benefits and must not have to work a lot of day shift then classified 
So yeah. tell me about tell me about you, uh, Jimmy. Is it? How yeah. long have you been working with this cab company? Oh, ten years. Ten uh, years. Ten years. That is fascinating. Fascinating. The stories we tell ourselves. Uh, if you turn right up here, it'll be a little bit faster. He oh. points, and as a cab driver, you know that that's not quite right. Uh, oh, you're in charge, boss. If you want me to go right here, I'll go right here. But it's a little longer. Take take the right. All right. Fair enough. I turn right. You turn right, go, takes you down an industrial highway, a lot of, you know, big open two, three lane road, and it's, it's one thirty at night, so it's empty. You know, you're passing by, like, closed down factories and big open lots. You, you're driving for a moment, and suddenly in front of you, there's about two, three black SUVs blocking the road, about Five men in uh, matching suits to the one that your cabbie or your passenger is wearing, standing in front of the trucks. Hmm. Are these uh, friends of yours? Pull over. Uh, fair enough. But are, are these friends of yours? Pull over, yeah. Z239. Just pull over. Make it easy on all of us. Uh, what? Who is Z23? What? What is that? What do you mean? Just pull, just pull the car over and make it easy on us. Uh, okay. I pull over. The men reach the men reach for sidearms that are stashed at their waist, but they don't draw them. They don't point them at you immediately. Whoa, 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 whoa. No need for guns, gentlemen. Uh, I'll, I'll drop him off, and I'll be on my way. We need you to step out of the cab, sir. Okay. We've been looking for you for a very long time. For, for me? Yes, for you. Why me? I believe you know why. Uh, well, I, mean, I, I do gamble a little bit, but I, I don't know that much money. What's going on? I don't understand. So at that moment, just as you say what's going on, the guy behind you, the guy, the guy uh, that you were driving, you feel you feel his hand on your shoulder, and he kind of spins you around, and he has a taser in his hand, and he goes to to get you with a like a stun gun. He goes to get you with a stun gun. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't. You don't need that. That's fine. Like just just relax. We can figure this out. I'm pretty sure you you have the wrong person. I don't think you're looking for me. My name is Jimmy, not X Seven, whatever you said. <laughs> yeah. So he just he what doesn't even hesitate and just jams it right into your chest. You feel a slight vibration, but in that moment, it's sort of just tingly. It doesn't hurt, even though you've you know you've you gamble a little bit. You've crossed the paths with some unsavory characters. You've maybe been, you know, stun gunned once after a night gone wrong. Yeah. yeah. Ouch! Please don't do that again. Oh, we really assumed that the powers had buried themselves deeper. Uh, men, feel free to open fire, and they draw their guns. So what's going to happen now is we're going to have a uh, combat with some some guys, some guys in suits. Okay. Uh, and so, like we said, Jimmy is just sort of discovering these powers. So we're going to say, uh, if it's all right with you. Mm-hmm. We're going to say that Jimmy, that this is sort of the first instance of these sort of powers emerging. Okay. So, but you can still, for mechanics' sake, like feel free to, you know, you can use them any powers on your character sheet, any shticks, willy nilly, and we'll just sort of role play flavor them out. Okay. Accordingly. All right. So go ahead. We're going to go ahead and start with a initiative roll, which is one d six plus your speed. speed. Yeah. I got a twelve. I rolled. It's a good start. That's a pretty good start. Yeah, my dice do good on initiative, but not so good on the rest. Usually. 
Okay, so you're going to go first. So again, let me lay out the scene for you. You're on like a four or six lane like industrial like industrial highway. Okay. You know, you're there's there's some fences to the far side to like the far. There's some fences to your right. To your left, there's like just open lot. Cars behind you. Your cab. Your sort of your cab. Uh, trucks on one side or SUVs or whatever. Your cab on the other side. There's one guy behind you with a taser that he's sort of eyeballing because it didn't work. Okay. And there's about four guys with pistols who are that are drawing pistols behind you. Okay. Um, can I open up the cab door and try to put myself or put the cab door between myself and the guys with the guns? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So are you saying just like open the cab door and take cover or are you saying full on rip the cab door off? I'm thinking I accidentally ripped the cab door off. Okay, that's cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. So that happens. We'll say that's a one shot. Okay. So now you'll go again, and then it'll, and then it'll be their turn. Okay. Uh, I look at the cab door, kind of confused, and go, "What's going on? I, you said you just wanted to go to. Why? I don't understand." And then I grab the guy that had the taser, and I try to put him between me and the other guys as well. Okay. And Make me an attack roll, and we'll just have them be opposed attack rolls. Okay. To see if you can kind of toss him and toss him between the two of you. So I got a 14. Yeah, you do that with ease. Okay. You grab him. So you've got him in the door. you got him in the door, just sort of one in each hand as you're sort of like laying low, like, you know what I mean? Laying low behind the guys. Yeah. Very confused. Very confused. I, I can imagine. So, uh, and it's only going to get worse because at that moment, there's a puff of smoke, a puff of like this weird red smoke. Uh, and standing in the smoke is Clayton, and he's just kind of looking around, and he immediately, like, back elbows one of the guys with the gun, and the guy goes, like, up against the truck, you know, and then collapses. And he looks at you, like, Clayton looks at you, looks at the door, and goes, good, good, powers are working. Let's take these guys out, and we'll talk later. Uh, okay. What? All right, let's do it. I guess. Okay, so now it is going to be their turn. So the three guys, uh, two of them are going to open fire on Clayton. One of them is going to fail, and the other guy, we've also fails. Yeah, yeah. The bullets are going wild. People are freaking out. No one knows quite what to expect. The guy with the taser rushes you. Okay. 13. Oh, that does that hit your defense? Yes, it does. Do ties hit, or do they, or does it have to go over? I don't remember. Uh, I, believe I, s- I think ties hit. Okay, yeah, okay. So, uh, he does one, he gives you one, just one, so I think it brushes off your, wait, let me double check that. Okay, so yeah, he does seven. He does okay. seven. Got it. So, brush, you know, absorb your toughness, absorbs some of yep. that, and then, yeah. So he starts jam- just jamming you with this uh, taser right in your right in the chest, and it's you know it's kind of uncomfortable. Like it's hurting a little bit. You've got that. You've got you know it's hurting a little bit, but it's way less than repeated strikes with a taser should hurt. Huh. Interesting. So it is now your turn again. I'm going to take the guy that's trying to hit me with a taser and try to throw him up and over the fence that you said's next to us. Okay. I attempted to. I rolled an 11. 
a big 11, so I'm assuming that won't get him over the fence. No, that does not get him over the fence. Yeah. That does not get him over the fence. He knocks your hand free. Like, he, he doesn't knock your hand free. He sort of, you've got him by the, sh- like, the shirt collar. Okay. And he just, like, and he li- just kind of weasels his way out of his, like, fancy coat to sort of, like, stare you down again. I, I just glare at him back and say, I think now is the time you should run. So Clayton's going to Clayton war like he warps he disappears again another puff of smoke he appears in front of you and just punches this uh punches the guy that you that you were talking to in the face pretty much immediately as you say it's time I think it I think this is when you run right in the face he punches him the guy the trickle of blood comes down the guy wipes it with his with his uh thumb and then kind of just <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> nice. So there's three guys left who are going to open fire. Again, their shots all go wide though. Oh, that's good. So it is now on the shot order. It is now your turn again. Okay. Uh, I still have the door in my hand. I'm going uh, to do a push attack. It's a three-shot action. It's a ranged okay. attack. Um, so that's a 16. Okay. Are you throwing this at the... Are you, are you, are you pushing uh, back the guy or the or the mooks? Everyone, the mooks, they're shooting at it. I'm okay, yeah. So you're, so you're... Describe what you're doing to me. Describe what you're doing here. Uh, the, first, the closest one that just shot at us, I'm going to throw the door kind of like... Uh, almost like a Captain America throws his shield. Sure. Yeah, okay. Perfect. Just smashes into him. Yeah, yeah, it hits him. Go like he just crushed, like crushes him right up against the car. He and it kind of the door kind of jams into the car, like into the car behind it. Okay. So that guy is completely taken out. Meanwhile, Clayton is going to attack one of these mooks as well, doing his little teleport punchy thing. However, as he does that, one of them tases him in the neck, and he and he like passes out immediately. He does not seem to have your crazy superhero strength. Uh-oh. Hmm. That's interesting. He can teleport, but can't take a shot. All right. They're going to... Meanwhile, the the two mooks are going to take shots at you. A nine does not pierce your defense. No, it does not. All right. But a 13 does. Yes, it does. So, so take 10. 10 damage. As a bullet, like, hits you in the shoulder but and it like and it hurts i mean there's no denying that it's gonna hurt but you look expecting to see half of your shoulder missing and instead you see a a flattened bullet fall like and there's a bruise but it you know the flattened bullet still falls to the floor i I look at my shoulder and i look at him kind of confused and i think there's something wrong with your gun (laughs) all right okay so then um the guy mysterious man Mysterious man number one rears up and lands a hit on you for another uh, another seven. Okay. And then it is your move again. And this is All the right. last uh, set of se- things in the sequence. Okay. So the mysterious man with the taser is still right near me, right? Yep. All right. I'm going to try to punch him. Okay. Uh, that's a 13. That hits. Okay. You hit him, he goes flying back uh, through the windshield of your cab, shattering it. He lands right in the passenger seat, passed out. I just kind of looked down at my fist, kind of confused, like, 
I still don't understand what's going on. Then I look at the other guys and say, if I have powers, you might want to run. The other two guys look at each other. They look at they look at Clayton. They go to grab him, and poof, he's gone again. So they then they look at then they look at the ground. They look at you. They look at their uh, commanding officer. They look at their commanding officer, and they bolt. They both load into one of the three cars that have lined the road, and they just they hit they hit the gas. So they are long gone. So uh, what's your move now? I look around. Uh, do I see Clayton anywhere? Does he reappear? You don't. Well, you do. You look around, and he is sitting in the back seat of the cab, like hurting, like beat up, and like twitching a little bit. But you know, he's awake. But he's like conscious. Okay. I, I look at him. Um, I, I don't think we can take our cab anymore. I think that I think that you got a good point there, buddy. I think that the uh, I think uh, it's time we go back to our old careers. Yeah. Um, what's going on? I'm confused. You, wait, you? Your, wait, your powers came back, but not your memories? No. What memories? Oh, no. So, how do All you right. poof around like that? Yeah, there's a lot that we need to go over. Let's grab one of these SUVs and get out of here before our friend wakes. Actually, I don't think this guy's waking up. He's pretty dead. Oh, um... Either way, I feel like these these SUVs are real nice, so we could probably just grab one. Okay. You want to drive or you want me to drive? Ah! Yeah, yeah, why don't... Why don't you drive, because I ripped the door off, and I don't want to rip a steering wheel off. That, that might be bad. That's a really good point. All right, I'll meet you over there, and then he poofs again. I, I walk over. <laughs> and it's it's a good, like, 200 yards, so it takes a little while. So you get to you get there, and he's looking at you, and he's like, teleportation's pretty cool, though, right? You gotta admit, it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, how do you do that? So he starts driving, and... He's taking you to a, like he's driving you through these streets that you've not been on in your entire time cab driving. Okay. And he starts explaining. So I don't know quite how to explain this, but you and I were we had a life before this. I know that you remember being a cabbie for about ten years, but that's not entirely accurate. Okay. What what did we do before this? We were... You know what? I'm just going to come out and say it, because I feel like it's kind of like pulling a Band-Aid off. Is that all right? I feel like it's going to be weird, but just go with me. I, I just ripped the door off a cab. I think... Okay, go ahead. We were, um... I guess you'd say test subjects in an illegal government program, blasting us with extra-dimensional energy that turned us into genetic freak superhero men. Okay. You know, I thought you were going to have that reaction. It's okay. It would, you know, I understand. It's a little weird, but... So, um, there's a program that has that uh, has been abducting people for some years now. Okay. Um, and they have access to some sort of... I guess you'd call it a dimensional rift. Something. That's a lot of radiation coming through it. I... Kind of follow you. What is that? Uh, we were abducted as part of this thing. You know, I, neither of us signed up. You know, I can tell you this because I, uh, you know, we knew each other before. Who abducted us? The government? Aliens? It's they like to pretend they're the government, but it's sort of an extra governmental organization. All right. Why? Why did they choose us? 
we happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. I mean, I never got I never got those kind of answers, unfortunately. All I know is that we is that you and I were friend. You know, we were buds before. And then we wound up in the we wound up in the uh, the in the tanks together. Okay. We got cooked in a microwave. Ouch. Yeah, and then we could do stuff. Why did the, Why did they go away? Why did our powers go away? And why are they back? Because we got out. You see, like I said, teleportation's pretty cool. We got you and I got out. The rest weren't so lucky. You got to you get to teleport, and I'm just strong. I mean, you're. I feel like you're underselling the fact that you ripped a door off of a cab. I know. I'm still, but it, it it's odd because it came off so easy. Yeah, right. It came off real easy. That's super cool. I guess. Is there anything else we can do? Um, maybe. I mean, that's, you know, it varies from person to person. Um, I haven't figured out anything beyond this pretty basic, beyond pretty, I say pretty basic, like it's not teleportation, but, you know, it, you know, it comes and goes. Um, the reason why we don't remember any of this and the reason why our powers went away is when we got out, we, uh, we made a, we made a deal that we were going, that we would forget this. So we contacted a person that specializes in it's un it's uncharitable to call it brainwashing, but that's kind of what it was. They gave us a new life, a new set of memories, and they sent us on our way. And with that we forgot that we had these powers, so they didn't work. Okay. But I can only but now that it seems like we've been tracked down. Who who's tra is it government tracking us down or is it the people that made us forget? The people that, uh, the government, the people that made us forget were on our side, or at least as much as on our side as anybody can be. You know, we're kind of, we're kind of wanted men now. The, I'm guessing that the men with, the men at Project Osiris tracked us down, and seeing them brought back some memories in us both that now we're here. I, you know, I broke through all of my fake memories, but if you don't, that's fine. You know, you're Jimmy Lee. That's. That's enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. Like, your life is yours. I don't want this to take away your life. So what do they want us for? Turn us into soldiers? What else is an evil government agency going to do? That's a good point. So what's our next move? (sighs) I don't know. I I mean, I don't know. We can't stay. I know that. So where should we go? Um, At this point, he sort of pulls around into a safe house. Like, into one of these, like, big and big industrial warehouses. Okay. There's a group of people standing around a trash can fire. The first thing you notice is that one of them is covered with spines. Uh, are these friends of ours? Yes. These are other experiment victims. Wow. Uh, I have an important question for you. Yeah. Is there a bar in this building? There's... I'll, I'll show you. And he walks you through... There's not a bar per se, but there's um, the flatbed of a truck has an elaborate series of bottles, and a guy is sitting in front of them. Just found out, huh? Yeah. All right. I'll fix you something strong. And he just sort of non-discriminately grabs about four or five different bottles and pours them into a like a basically a pint glass and just you know pours yeah. it up, hits you with like just enough soda to be able to say that he to say that he didn't just serve you a pint of pure alcohol. And then kind of just hands you the hands you the whole glass. I, I drink it down pretty quick, and then hand it back to him and say, oh, well, "Let's keep that coming." All right. So, uh, what's your new life? Tell me, tell me about yourself. Uh, As he sort of fixes up the drink. Driving a cab until I don't know ten minutes ago. It seems like might have been longer. 
that's a pretty good life, you know. No attachments. Yeah. People, yeah. people in our position, we got to stay mobile, you know. And you get to meet all sorts of people. And you want to talk, you talk. If you don't, you don't. If they want to talk, they will. If not, hey, no big deal. Kind of, kind of nice. Plus, you yeah. can see all sorts of interesting things that happen in the back of the cab. Probably none quite this interesting, huh? I know. No, not at all. I ripped the door off my cab. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean to. Well, I mean, I kind of did. I meant to get behind the door, but then the door ended up in my hand. So, mission accomplished. I was behind it. Yeah, sounds about right. So, what, um, what's your power thing? Oh, my power is I can see stuff, like you know, the X-ray spectrum, oh. you know, gamma rays, that kind of thing. Uh, it's fine. It's not the coolest. Yeah. But um, you know, I kind of, but you know. Once I sort of remembered who I was, once I got out, I figured it might be the right call to bring some people to get us together, and maybe, you know, together we can do some do some good. Yeah, that sounds that sounds nice. Do you want to do Do you want to do some good? Because we could use somebody with your skills. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess so. Can't go back to driving cab if they're going to keep coming back after me. I can say we say cab. we knew where some people were kept. Okay. Not. People like us, but people that are on that road. People that they're going to turn into us. Yeah. Or worse. Or worse. Okay. Say we, say we knew where they were. All right. We couldn't, we, you know, we can, we can get close, but with yeah. the exception of old Spiny, none of us really have any skills at combat. I mean, you saw how your buddy did. Yeah. You can teleport around, but can't take a punch. Kind of. You can take a punch, though. Yeah. I can take a bullet to the shoulder, and I, I point to my shoulder and go, I just left a bruise. So theoretically, you could just punch your way through there, rescue those people, be a big hero, if you catch my drift, he says as he slides you a second glass. I like the idea of being a big hero. I thought you would. Welcome to the team, buddy. Thank you. And I shake his hand and try not to crush it. Wow, you got a handshake on you, man. Yeah, so, sorry about that. Nah, yeah. it's all good. It's all good. I'll have to figure out control. Yeah, but you know, that'll come. Oh. For for now though, the for now though, not having control might be a good thing considering, you know, considering what I need to do. Yeah. So, where are these people and when do I leave? If you want to leave now, you can leave now. You want to get some rest, you can get some rest. We should be covered for now. I mean, it's up to you. Yeah, I think I think give me a night to kind of process all this and when i say process this i hold up the drink gotcha gotcha that sounds good so uh from there we kind of have a montage of the rest of the night you drinking um the whole lot of you around the trash can fire yeah i I ask you know ask them different questions about who they are and what they are and try to figure out what's going on sure sure uh, it seems like from all of the explanations you're getting that there's not a whole lot of rhyme or reason to, like, who everyone is and why they're sort of being taken. Okay. It's just sort of – it's like Clayton said. It's just people in the wrong place at the wrong time. Okay. People down on their luck or is it all walks and – All walks. The bartender The bartender uh, was a CPA. Said he had a client come in at tax day. That's the last thing he remembers. There's no pattern to who they're taking. They're just taking... Just taking people. Well, and the abilities that people are getting, I can kind of figure out that they're just random, too, or are they kind of 
programming in the, what they want. Kind of random. You know, it's sort of, it's, the more you hear about, like, people's memories from before, the more, for lack of a better word, slapdash this whole, like, the Project Osiris operation sounds. Okay. It almost sounds like they don't quite know what they're doing. Like, where they're just grabbing people and shooting them with lasers just to see what comes out. Kind of what I'm doing. I mean, spend the evening doing that and then find a place to sleep and wait for them to find where to go. Yeah, they take you into the warehouse. There's cots set up. So, uh, morning comes. Uh, In the morning, I'll find some food and then I'll go outside and kind of play around with my abilities. You know, pick things up, see where, you know, pick up a car, you know, back into the car. Training montage! Yeah, exactly. Push over a parking meter, um, rips a stop sign out, swings it around, that kind of stuff. Cool, cool, love it. So yeah, we're go- you're going through all that. Um, Clayton is kind of showing you his stuff, like he's grabbing you and the two of you are teleporting, and I imagine there's a shot where when it first happens, you just completely just pork on the ground, like... After all that drinking and everything else, I would imagine getting spun around like that would definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, so you're going, you know, the whole experience, you sort of come out the other side. It's now about dusk. We'll say you probably spent the whole day doing that. Okay. That and intermittent with shots of you having more of these drinks. Yeah, of course. Okay, got to calm the nerves somehow. Yep. So um, now it's uh, late day, evening. Sun is setting. Okay. The bartender, who I should describe, I feel like I should describe, uh, is sort of a short man with a big bushy beard. He has goggles that he kind of rests on his forehead. Walks up to you. How you feeling, big guy? I'm feeling better. I think I'm starting to get the hang of some of this. You thinking you might be ready to do some good? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So here's how this is going to work. Like I said, we're not exactly fighters. So what's what's going to happen is. Your buddy Clayton is going to drop you in. Okay. It's a it's an abandoned subway stop on the far end of town. All right. He's going to drop you in. He's going to drop you in the entrance of the subway stop. There's going to be two guards. There should be... The guards should be changing at any moment. So you should, pending any problems, not face any trouble getting into the subway stop. All right. Once you're down there, just, you know, work your magic. Grab anybody that's down there. Alright. Bring him back out and save the day. Be a hero. Alright. Sound like a good plan? Yeah. Cool. So, um, you meet Clayton out by the trash can. Okay. Trash can's getting a lot of play. Um, yeah, you meet him by the trash can. He sort of grabs you on the shoulders and the red smoke sort of surrounds you, uh, in a whirling mist, almost like a cyclone. And then it fades away, and you're standing in front of this subway stop. Do I see the two guards? Yeah, there are two guys standing in front of you, and there are two guys standing behind you. Oh, four guys. Clayton looks around, looks at his watch. Oh, you know what? We were supposed to come two minutes after they switched guards. Uh, Bye, buddy. Yeah, great. Thanks. Perfect timing. Yeah, he warps out of there. All right. I look at him. Uh, gentlemen, I give you a chance to walk away now. They all take out billy clubs. I crack my knuckles. Well, 
<sighs> I gave you the chance. Okay, so yeah, so we're going to go back into another fight. The one thing to note is you have, you get a temporary, um, what's the word, um, shtick. Okay, so go ahead and roll your speed roll. I got a nine. Nine? Yep. Alright, so they are going to go first. Okay, yeah, here you go. Okay. This is a, this is cool stuff. You get to add plus two, plus two to guns if you get a gun. You subtract two from the shot cost of any attack on a mook or mooks. Minimum shot cost remains one. Okay. And you said that's a one-time use? Uh, no, no, that's just that's just an ongoing thing. Anytime, it's just it's when when you're alone versus a big mob of, mob of mooks like this, uh, you get to be cooler. All right, I got you. So the mooks are gonna go first. They are gonna go first, and they just. No style, no class, just bum Russia. Point of reference is that fight scene in Old Boy when they just all just tackle the guy and just start wailing on him. Yeah. That's... So that's... Alright, yeah. So, here's what happens. Okay. Actually, I'm going to let you narrate this because one of them just spectacularly failed. They rolled boxcars, and then the roll that they got was not enough to hit you. All right. So they just spectacularly failed. Um, okay. He steps into swing, and he swings, bringing the billy club down on my shoulder, and it billy club snaps in half, and I just look at him and go, ah, that tickled. All right, perfect. Yeah. So he does that, and he, that dude just runs. Like that's not even a, it's not even a fight for that dude because that should have take that should have been a much he feels like that should have been a much cooler thing so he that dude just ducks and runs so there's three guys left uh, it is now your move all right uh, I'm gonna grab two of them one each hand and just try okay. to knock their heads together okay yeah uh, that's an eleven yeah you grab two of them and then one of them uh, the third one catches you in the knee with a billy club and it maybe doesn't hurt but you know it just sheer momentum of having it hit the back of your knee like it kind of knocks you off balance okay um you can go again before the mooks go again okay uh i'll just grab the first one and just try to punch him this time okay 13 that time yep you take you take him out describe to me what happened like describe to me what happens when you punch him he he was the one that i still held oh i grabbed the two um, yeah the guy stopped me, and one of them got away. The one that didn't get away, I just grab him and just smack him, and he kind of spins out of my hand and just falls face first in front of the last guy. All right. I like that. Yeah. So the remaining two guys are going to come at you. One of them, he's just, he's hitting you, he's hitting you, he's hitting you, and you're just laughing it off. <laughs> the other guy, the other guy's, the other guy, he looks at the billy club and he watches his friend for a second, and he gets a different idea, and you see him flip it, and just, in a split second, as you're kind of watching and chuckling with the other guy, you look over, and he jams it right in your eye. Ouch. So, take seven, or take, uh, let me check, I think it's eight damage. Okay. And we'll say your damage from earlier, uh, you healed, uh, you healed okay. what little da- what wound, little wounds you had early. Yeah, eight damage. Alright, got it. Um. Then the guy that just hit me with a billy club, I'm just going to stare at him and say, my turn. That's a 14. Okay, yep, yep. Uh, so describe to me how you take that guy out. Uh, I grab the billy club and I hit him right in the eye with it and just say, ha, doesn't feel good, does it? 
Okay, so there's one guy left. Go ahead and make another move before he makes his move because you have some extra shots from your Carnival okay. of Carnage. We're in front of a door, right? Or is yeah. It there's like a, a a staircase and a gated like a gated door to the um, subway stop. Okay. I'm like a get... stairway down and then a gated door. Alright, I'm gonna try to throw him through the door. The gated okay. door. Oh wow. Oh my negative die exploded, so that's a ten. Alright. So you grab him, you throw him, he hits the gate, go like goes through it, there's just darkness and he just running tackles at you. And he hits you with like the most epic spear you can imagine and you don't you don't budge. Like he runs up the stairs and just flying tackles you and you just don't and then he's just on the ground and he kind of like he has to lay there for a second and then kind of like climb to his feet. I pat him on the head. Nice try. Let me show you how it's done this time. And then I'm going to just hit him this time. Or not. Oh, I got a 10 again. My negative die exploded twice in a row. So you th- you throw just a giant haymaker and he ducks under it. I think you have you have exactly one more shot before he go before he makes another attack on you. Okay. I'm going to try again to hit him. Oh, that's better. That's a 20. That Yeah, yeah, described. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to ask for you now is describe how you take this guy out and then give me something extra that you get in addition. Uh, free, like a bonus, basically. Okay. Because you did uh, so well. He keeps ducking and weaving, and finally I just catch a hold of him by his coat, and I pick him up and throw him straight in the air, and then I walk underneath him, and then he drops down and hits the ground behind me, and I get like this kind of boost, boost of my confidence a little bit. I kind of smile and walk towards the gate. Okay. That's perfect. That's that's real good. So you walk down. You're greeted at the gate by a man in, like, sort of olive green, almost like a prison jumpsuit. Hmm. And who might you be? He stares at you and he says, Q421. And then just takes a swing. Oh, okay. So a 13 hits you. Yep. So throughout this whole thing, you haven't really been hurt. You know, you got, you know, your 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 shoulder was aching, the billy club to the eye was unpleasant, but even that was more of a psychological thing of having something put, you know, in your eye. Okay. This dude grabs you and just headbutts you, and you go flying, like, you go back into the steps, and this is the first time that you're really hurt, which is to say, take 11, like, take 11 damage, and this is the first, sort of the first thing that's really gotten... Your attention. Ouch. Okay. I'm, I'm going to look around. Is there anything, any large objects I can pick up and hit him with? There is, actually. The, um, you put the guard through that gated, like, that gated fence, fence, uh, fencing thing. Okay. Like, that's still, that's right there on the ground that you can pick up. All right. How far away from me is he? Is he right next to me, or is he far away? Uh, at this point, he's about three or four feet away. Okay. I want to pick that up and hit him with it. All right. Uh, 13. Yeah, yeah, you hit him. Okay, so that'll do 10 damage. 10 damage. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll me a new uh, speed roll. We're going to start oh. a new sequence because the new fight. Okay, uh, 12. Okay, uh, so go ahead and go again. All right, 
I'm gonna hit him again with the. You said it's a the gate. Yeah, yeah. It's oh. yeah. It's literally like a just a giant chain link gate. So that's a seventeen. Yep. You hit him again. You're okay. smashing him, smashing him, smashing him with this gate, and you're expecting that this should should have put him down already. But he is. The more you hit him, the sort of the grayer that he gets. And he's sort of like cracking his neck, and he's punching his hands together, and he's just, he's rearing up. So he just, he runs at you in a similar style to the the guard did before, and we'll see how that works. Yeah, he runs at you, and this time you do not stay on your feet. This time he just plows you right into the the stone wall of the uh, subway station. Ouch. So take, um... Take eleven more damage minus your toughness. Okay. Well. Uh, so what's that? What's that put you at right now? Uh, twelve. Okay. Yeah. Not quite. So a... go. You, uh, so you can go ahead and go again. Okay. Um. I'm gonna try to hit him again with this gate. Thirteen again. Yep, you nail him. All right. Ten more points to him. Um. So at this point, you see cracks forming around the um whatchamacallit, the, around the wall, and chunks of cement have started to fall in front of you. He picks one up, and he takes a spin and just wings it at you like a discus. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you put up the, that's actually perfect. You have this gate, and he hurls this, this, like, football-sized chunk of cement at it. And you just put it up, and it just clangs against that middle bar, and it kind of sends you back about a foot. But like you're you're okay. Okay. So uh, go ahead and make another move. What is it? Is are we in the tunnel or are we still outside the tunnel? You're currently on sort of on the platform. Yeah. So you're in the tunnel. You're not in the the tunnel proper. You're on the platform, and then the tunnel is to your right, like the subway tracks and the tu- the tunnel proper. All right. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Um, yep, I'm, I'm following you. Yeah, cool. I am going to attack him again. I'm going to add a fortune die to it, though. So it'll be a 18. Yeah, you nail him. That's 10 plus whatever I beat his defense. Yeah, by. yeah. So I hit him with that gate. And- he goes reeling back onto the tracks, and you see he hits the third rail. You see sparks and electricity just flaring, 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 and he stands up and he's just unfazed. Uh, he's going to, he's going to jump like he kicks the ground. He jumps up and is going to try to like land on you. Oop. He does not land on you. Um, what happens? What happens is he he does that like he kicks down. He tries to like Hulk jump on you. Okay, but. He's. It's less that he's not terribly bright, more that he's clearly like had his head messed with, but he doesn't realize that there's a ceiling. All right. So he jumps up, hits the ceiling, and just flops back down. And now he's like right at your feet. All right. Stands up real quick. Uh, you get one more move, and then we're at the end of the sequence. Uh, at the end of the sequence. All right. I'm gonna take a couple steps back from him, and I'm gonna okay. throw the gate at him, and I'm gonna okay. try to push him back. Cool. So that's 15. Yep. Okay, so he'll take... Uh, I'm using the 
my uh, skill push. So uh, base damage is 11, and he flies X meters through the air directly away from me, um, where X is the number of wound points that I dished out to him. Okay, yeah, so he goes flying back about uh, 7 meters, so that's about 20 feet. Okay. So that sends him hard into the other wall. Like into the um, sort of the center railing where the the two track like in between the two tracks. Okay. That sends him hard into one of those railings, and he kind of like stands up. He stands up. He like wobbles. He starts rearing up again. He starts running at you, and then his face kind of goes blank, and he just collapses and sort of slides a little bit, and he just goes down. So there's a moment of calm. I just uh, hmm. I pat him on the head. Have a good night. Have a good rest, big boy. I'm going to go rescue your friends. All right. Yeah. So, you peer down the tunnel, the, the tunnel proper, and you see makeshift lights in the distance about uh, 200 meters away. Okay. Well, I'm going to try to sneak down there as best I can. Okay. Like catch them by surprise. Sneaking is probably not my best thing, though. Okay, do you have a skill for that, or no? Nope. Okay, so make me an ability roll plus seven. Eight. Total of eight. Eight. Great. So, you're you're walking, and you're kind of creeping. You're laying low, when from behind you, you hear the big boy wake up, and he starts, like, screaming and crying, like, Ow! And you look, and suddenly there are flashlights pointed in your direction. Well, stealth isn't my thing. Brute strength is. I just take off running right straight at him. All right, cool. I'll just try to smash through the first one I see. Try to make a big entrance and try to intimidate, scream, holler, you know, make a lot of noise and try to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so as you get closer, you kind of see what the makeup of this group of guys coming at you is. There's about three of the suited thugs that were the kinds that held you and Clayton up earlier, or last night. Okay. There is also, with them, is a man in a lab coat. All right. Is there anything, any bricks or anything I can pick up on my way through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's rocks and things, and then you can you can even rip, if you wanted to, you can rip out a chunk of the subway itself. Just don't touch the third bar with the third rail. Um, yeah, so there's a guy with a lab coat with, a, uh, like, a pistol running behind them, kind of screaming, He's one of them! He's one of them! Shoot him! I'm going to target the guy in the lab coat with, like, a brick and just try to hit him. Okay. Well, the brick goes sailing past his head because I rolled a nine. Yeah, yeah, he, um, he ducks the brick. You're getting closer, but you're still you're still kind of throwing at just some lights in the distance. So you throw one, you hope that you hear something. All you hear is it clanging several hundred meters away. Heck of a throw, but... I yell, that's your warning shot. This is your chance to give up now. <laughs> I like that a lot. Okay, yeah, so roll me... Uh, we're going to roll one last speed roll for this sort of final, uh, final climactic showdown. I got a seven. Okay. Eleven. All right. So again, um, just reiterating the thing that you get when you're fighting by yourself. When yep. you're targeting the thugs, your attacks will take uh, one shot rather than the normal three shots for an attack. Okay. It's the big benefit. It's also a benefit for guns, but you're fighting by hand, so 
So it takes you. Th- it's going to take you three shots to do any attacks on the scientist, but the thugs you can attack with a single shot. Okay. But you didn't roll so well, so they're all going to go before you. They're all going to... The three guards... The three thugs are going to open fire. Yeah, so the walls around you are just being riddled with bullets. They're just starting to... Op- they're starting to really open fire. Good thing it's dark down here and they can't see that well. Meanwhile, the scientist is also going to take a shot. Yep. Um, he takes aim... You don't see with you don't see what with until a green laser beam just pier just like hits you and just burns a palpable little hole right on like right on your chest that you look down is about a centimeter deep Ouch. and it it legit burns so take take ten ten damage ten smack down. Right. I like that they call it SmackDown. I got really yeah. excited by that. Yeah, I like the system. I like how they, they the flavor the way they write it. Yeah, they really did. It's really cool. Anyway, yeah, laser beam chest. You know how it is. Yeah, you got it. Laser beams. It burns. So uh, take ten, ten SmackDown. Got it. And he's actually going to fire again. But this one, um, this one goes. This one goes wide. Okay. Uh, yeah, this one you're able to, like, duck and roll, and it just it goes right past, right right, right where your head would have been if you hadn't ducked and rolled. So it's kind of a smooth move. Okay. for once. So now it is uh, your move. All right, first thing I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to do my ability Berserk Rage. Okay. So I have to spend a shot and a fortune point, and my uh, attack value increases by two until the end of the sequence. Okay. And then if it's still my turn after that, I will try uh, to punch. Is your turn after that? All right. And the first move I get to, I'm gonna punch him. All right. So that oh, that'd be a 19. Yeah, yeah. You knock him out. Uh, you knock him out. Uh, let me ask you uh, if uh, if you want to have a bonus thing happen because his defense, their defense is 13. So you got a solid six if you want a cool thing to happen. Yeah, I knock him into uh, kind of like bowling. I knock him into the first, and it knocks him into the, the next two behind him, and they kind of. Yeah, I'll t- a little bit. So I'll, I will take a shot from both of them just to represent, just as we see them like get knocked back and sort of scrunt, like being like, "Whoa, huh? What?" And their yeah. flashlights are going wild as they try to like figure out where they are. Okay. So as that happens, the scientist is going to take aim with his laser pistol, and he is going to miss terribly. He, you throw, you throw uh, the guy. And the scientist takes aim, but then has to duck to make sure that he's not also bowled over. Okay. And I, I, I'm con- I guess I should say this before. I'm continuing to run right towards the scientist. Uh, yeah, they're, well, they're, and they're cleared out of your way. That's the other advantage that you got, is that you don't have to try to fight or push through the other thugs. They'll still interact with the fight, but you have a clear shot at the scientist now. Okay. All right. Uh, I will run up and try to hit him. Okay. 16? Yeah, you got him. All right, uh, pace is seven. Yeah, okay. You you knock him, you knock him, he kind of, he hits the ground, but he kind of rolls. He rolls through it, and he's looking okay. Okay. Meanwhile, the two thugs are going to open fire as they sort of, fi- like, find their grounding again. And one of the bullets catches you and catches you kind of at the back of the head. You think to, you kind of think to yourself as it catches you and bounces off, 
even as it hurts you, that, you know, that should probably be a lot worse. <laughs> Getting shot in the head's probably a lot worse than that. But take 11. 11 Smackdown. Okay. Got it. So that's the two of them. The scientist is going to take one shot, taunt, and chat at you a little bit. I am so proud of you, Z292. I always knew you would be great. Uh, Thank you? Uh, I'm here to free the others. Oh, yes, you're here to play the hero. How admirable. Thank you. Power and a conscience. I'm... I'm so... I just... I'm so proud of you. I'm the proud... I'm the proudest father. Well, thanks, Dad, but I think it's time that I give you the spanking. Uh, Let's just get on with this. All right. Yeah, so now it's uh, your turn again. Perfect timing. Um... I'm going to try to pick up, is there like a big table or, oh, you see there's part of the subway here. I'll just pick up part of the subway and try to hit him with it. That works. Uh, there's also a big table, like there is also a big table though. I, oh. It's worth pointing out. You, as you've sort of gotten to where they are, you see that there are several person-sized cages up along the wall. You're at another platform about like three or four blocks away from where you from where you started. All right. Yeah. Similarly abandoned. There are about half a dozen person-sized cages with scared-looking people in them, sort of rattling and sort of cheering you on. Okay. There is uh, a table with some random notes, blueprints, documentation, that kind of thing. Okay. I think I will just pick up the table and hit him with it. Okay. Papers and documents go flying. You throw the table. Oh, a 14. He ducks the table. He ducks and rolls under the table. Still learning the big object game. Still learning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you throw it, and in the clattering, one of the, like, the thugs, they have, you can see they have, like, SMGs. One of them starts spraying wild and actually ends up catching the other guy with a few bullets, and he kind of, like, goes down. So you didn't knock out, you didn't knock out the scientist, but you're in the calamity. In the calamity, you totally knocked out another guy. Because you're awesome and not because he rolled about a four. I look at him. Thanks for the help. Hey, don't don't talk. Don't sass me, jerk. I see who said you're on. The scientist is going to is gonna take aim. He hits you for another ten. You could have you could have just come with us, Z two nine two. You could have played nice. We could have conquered this world and a thousand others. If you were doing it the right way, maybe. But taking people without their permission, that's just wrong. And then brainwashing them, that's even more wrong. It's time I stop you. Yes, I suppose it is. All right, so it's new sequence. Okay. New sequence. At the, at the top of the sequence, that first thug is just going to... I'm going to just have him run at you. Take him out with some flavor. Uh, he runs at me, and I catch him by his coat, and I spin and throw him right into the wall uh, that's next to one of the cages. And what the keys for one of the cages is uh, was in his pocket. So the person can actually get a chance to get out. Okay, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, so they the one of the one of the people gets the keys and starts as you're fighting with the scientist, they're going to start letting other people out. Okay, that's actually perfect. So now it's just you and the scientist staring each other down. Just me and you, Dad. I still say I give you one last chance to just surrender. Oh, if only it were that simple. If only we weren't far, far past that point. He says as he like twirls the pistol in his hand and then like gives you that gives you the the come get some hand gesture. Sure wish I could remember you, Dad. I'm not. I 
should specify I'm not I'm not literally a father. That's I feel like we've sort of no, no, that's not don't don't go get too attached. Not literal. Oh, I see. Stuck in the child support. That's all right. <laughs> you know what? Let's just fight. I don't not have not having this debate. Not now. Not in a dirty subway stop. It's so fun. yeah. I understand. I win the the mental battle and <laughs> really, that's that's what it's all about, though. I mean, let's continue then, Dad. All right. Yeah. So go ahead and roll your uh, your speed roll again. Let's hope I do better than a one. Yeah, I did a two, so I'm up to eight. All right, yeah, you're up. Uh, I still got the table in hand, so I'm going to try to hit him with the table again. Oh, that's better. Uh, 15? Yep, you hit him. Oh, I should read that. Base of 13. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, so you smash him with the table, and he goes flying. And he looks up at you, and he's got the Terminator eye. So he's got the one metal eye exposed. Oh, that's creepy. You're not the only one that's had changes made to them, Z-292. I see that. So now he's going to just, like, look at you, and the eye goes red, and an eye laser comes at you. And he he catches you. Take eight wound. Ugh. All right. How you feeling? Uh, I just hit 26, so I'm going to minus one to everything. All right. Oh, not horrible. All right. Well, if changes what you are... What you like, Dad? Here it comes. I'm going to try to hit him with the uh, table again. All right. I'm going to throw a fortune die in there this time. Oh, that's much better. That's a uh, 18. Yep, that hits him. That hits him with ease. Uh, so what? Uh, what's the damage on that? 13. That base of 13. Yep. 13. Yeah. So that's 13. So that's 15. That's yeah. He's feeling it now. His whole body's starting to spark and shock. Starting to spark and shock as he kind of like clamors to his feet now he's now he's just like shooting wild with eye lasers and laser pistol blasts and that's boxcars so that's exciting yeah so he's shooting wild he's shooting wild and the building itself or the uh stop itself is starting to collapse because he's not hitting you he's just going crazy okay he's going crazy i might not live through this, but I will certainly, certainly make sure that you don't either. I'll hold it together, Dad. Looks like you're starting to fall apart. <laughs> Alright. Yep, uh, you're up. Has he been hitting the roof, too? Yeah, yeah, he's been shooting the roof. The roof is starting to come down. Bits and pieces. I want to try to throw the table up and hit the roof and try to get the roof to collapse down on top of him. Okay. That's, alright, yeah. Sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Okay. So, uh, I'm just going to say you do damage of the table, and then I'll throw in a bunch of extra. Okay. Really take this guy down. So that's... Yeah, so you throw it up at the roof. What's the thing that you say as a sea of rocks crushes this man who may or may not be your father? You're not going to know at this point. I just think I'm going to go... There's certainly evidence for both. Well, Dad, there's a pile of trouble for you. I'm going to go with people and be a big hero. Oh, I'm sure you will. Oh, because the pile of rocks, that's really... Cl- and then he goes down. I go over and free everybody that's left. I just you know, rip the cage doors off. If- right, right, right. Yeah, so you lead everybody out. Um, you have to, like, push through... Because they're because this is not the one that they're ta- they were taking people through, you have to, like, push through actual... 
like cement-filled barriers to get out of it. People are kind of running, and one of them stops and looks at you and says, So who are you? My name is Jimmy Lee. I guess now I'm a big hero. That You can say that again, Jimmy. You are a hero. You saved us. Thank you. You're welcome. They all run off. There's a poof of smoke. Clayton is standing there eating a hot dog. Yeah, you do okay? Oh, yeah. All good? Yeah, I reach up and grab the hot dog out of his hand and start eating it. Oh. Where to next? Uh, I guess let's find out. So then there's a poof of smoke. And credits roll. Yay. Game is set. Uh, fantastic. That was so much fun. Yeah, I like that. That was a good time. Oh, good. I'm glad you had a good time. I'm super glad. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, uh, real quick, why don't you uh, let everybody know uh, where they can find the podcast and where they can find you on Twitter and stuff? Uh, the podcast, uh, we're on iTunes. Uh, it's The Redemption. Uh, just type that in. It's the Live Play Podcast. Uh, and then we have a website, redemptionrpg.com, I believe is what it is. And okay. then on Twitter, uh, I am Burlu underscore Chris. Okay, and I'll have links to all of that in the show notes. Awesome. Well, cool. Uh, Chris Burley, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. I super appreciate it. Uh, now I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap everything up. Take it, future me. He said you only live once. Well, I beg to differ because you can live forever through the feelings you deliver. Thanks, past me. And thanks again to Chris for coming on to the show. I'm really glad he did because that was such a blast. Be sure to check out his show, The Redemption, at redemption.rpgstuff.net. You can also follow Chris on Twitter at Burlu underscore Chris, and follow The Redemption Podcast on Twitter at RedemptionPod. Meanwhile, you can follow this show on Twitter at PartyOfOnePod, like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast, and if you really enjoyed the show, you can consider giving us a nice review on iTunes. iTunes five-star reviews help new listeners find the show, and they get you a shout-out on air. Speaking of, we got a nice five-star review from... Drumroll, please. Friend of the show, Chris Burlew. Thanks, Chris. Must be doing something, right? Party of One is produced by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank and edited by Jeff Stormer. Music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Random, a.k.a. Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. Until next time, party people, thank you for listening, and remember, we can be heroes, if just for one day. Never gonna die.